It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This show is part of the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at hauntedattractionspodcast.com. This is Haunting the Globe. Short but intense interviews from haunted attractions around the world. Today, we're doing something a little different. Uh, we're going to be doing a follow-up interview based on an article that appeared in the latest edition of the Haunted Attractions magazine. So those of you that are not familiar, Haunted Attractions magazine is an amazing resource. They do a lot of really amazing coverage uh, on the industry, and uh, they highlight haunts, and they give you lists of top haunts, and et cetera, et cetera. So today, joining us all the way from Thornhill in Ontario, we have Chris who runs the Thornhill Woods Haunted House. And this is a home haunt, but it's kind of an incredible home haunt story. And they had a, there was an entire article done in the magazine, and this is Chris's 11th year. And we I'm not really going to go into what was covered in the article. If you're curious to read the article, you can go to the Haunted Actions magazine. I'll put the links in the show notes, of course. But in there, they reference how this is it, the Haunted House is to all volunteer run. That it's run by this amazing support system of family and friends that Chris has garnered together. That this is their 11 years and that they have donated in excess of $40,000 to the Sick Kids Foundation, which is incredible. And so I really just wanted to get more information and, and delve more in, into this amazing story. So, Chris, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, come on the show today. Thanks for having me. So let's uh, dive in. In the article, um, there wasn't, it was written before you really had uh, too much of an idea of what this year's theme was going to be. So let's, let's just start off with that easy question. You know, what, what should someone expect from your haunt this year? Well, this year we're going to go back to our grassroots, which is just your traditional spooky, creepy haunted house. Uh, last year we did the season of the witch, and it was a really, um, really well perceived, I think, by everybody that attended. Um, as I said, every year we try to change it up and we try to make it exciting because we don't want it so that if we have regulars come back that they know what to expect. So this year uh, we will be doing the regular Haunted House spooky theme with um, some witches, some ghosts, some goblins, uh, vampires, werewolves, um, a few other skeletons and other tricks that, you know, will surprise people with. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, so basically you're hitting the classic haunted house theme. That's correct. 
Oh, that's that's awesome. That's my favorite. It, it brings me back to like my childhood and all those the awesome '90s movies and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, you get a little mix of everything. That's that's great. Well, you know, we mentioned a little bit last year. Can you walk us through briefly the history of of your haunt and uh, kind of how it developed? I know that we were talking previously. And, you know, you talked about having a division between your yard and the inside where people could do either or. And you obviously have a theme every year. So can you give us a snapshot of the history of your haunted house? Sure. We, um, the neighborhood that we moved into, um, there was quite a few kids that everybody had at each of their homes. And um, both our sons at the time uh, had, had uh, issues where they had to be... Uh, admitted to the sick kids hospital here locally in Toronto and it's uh, such an amazing hospital and they, they really helped out our kids you know thank god everything's fine they're good today there's no issues with them but we wanted to give back so because there's so many kids in our neighborhood and Halloween's all about kids we thought what better way than to start raising donations for sick kids foundation and donating that uh, to, you know, a good charity. Because uh, as a kid, me growing up, we used to have the UNICEF uh, boxes that we would put around our necks and go around and everybody put pennies or nickels or dimes in it. Well, they don't do that anymore. Um, I don't know why that stopped, but uh, we want to kind of continue that tradition on. So uh, we started off the first year, going back 11 years ago, with just a few pumpkins and skeletons. And we got such a great response. And then from there, we just kind of moved it up to some tombstones and a, maybe a witch and a few more pumpkins. And then next thing you know, everybody started expecting every year uh, something more exciting to happen. And we got to be known in the neighborhood as the Halloween house. Oh, you live in the Halloween house. So that's when I came up with the idea, well, let's create a name. Let's call ourselves something. So we live in Thornhill. So we became the Thornhill Woods Haunted House. And uh, every year it has grown since. And um, I have a real passion for Halloween and uh, do a lot of following with different groups that are on the Internet and YouTube and Facebook and get a lot of great inspiration and ideas from fellow other home haunters. Um like to attend many trade shows down in the U.S., uh, ones like Trans World, uh, Hong Kong, Midwest Haunters Convention, and all these shows uh, are what give me most of my inspiration and also where I buy most of my props, whether they're pneumatic or static, because I don't like to have stuff that everybody else has that you could get, you know, when you go shop at the spirit stores or the Walmarts or any other local Halloween stores that sell stuff. I like stuff to be unique when people come to our house. So we try to come up with a different theme every year. And um, as I said, over the last 11 years, it just keeps growing every year. I continuously keep getting new props. Uh, old props, I like to switch out. I'll either swap them with other haunters and trade them for other props, or I'll sell them, and what money I can get, I use to buy new props. Wow, that's, that's amazing. I, I love that. I love how passionate you are about it and how you're actually, you know, you're, you're building your own home haunt here, but you're also so involved in the community and seeking inspiration and ideas and trading props that's a great idea and i like repurposing some of your areas to make sure that it flows every year and for those of you listening if you want to um chris, uh, chris actually has a list of the, his top um his top resources and trade shows that he recommends it's in the article in Hunt Trashes magazine and he lists 
uh, which which things he has found the greatest impact and everything. And I'm not going to give that away on the show here because you should just go read the article. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, you know, something I forgot to mention, I think is a really good time to bring this up. Um, if at this point you should already be hooked and you should already be excited to go and, and check out uh, the Thornhill Woods Haunted House. And you'll be open this year, if I'm correct, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 29th, 30th, and 31st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., and it's kind of a first-come, first-serve. Is that correct? That's correct. Awesome. So those of you listening, of course, I'll put that those dates and information in the show notes, but uh, just you know, keep that in mind. Um, and how do the uh, donations work, Chris? Should, should the, what should they bring? Well, um, you have two ways of donating. You can either come and uh, you can physically drop whatever donation you want into a donation box. We have one at the front entrance of the cemetery, and that's for the people that are too chicken to go through the haunted house, and they can donate there by giving money. We have also a donation box as you enter into the haunted house. And then lastly, the one that uh, I think a lot of people are comfortable with, they can go online. Um, on the website, www.thornhillwoodshauntedhouse.com, we have a section where it says Donate. And um, that's actually under the Sick Kids tab. And when you go in there, you can click on the Donation tab. It takes you directly to the Sick Kids website. And anyone that makes a donation, um, they will give you a tax receipt. Um, and that's for mainly for people that are in Canada. If you're in the U.S., then obviously you wouldn't get a tax receipt. But um, that's how you can uh, help us out. And uh, this year is pretty exciting for us because, as you said earlier in the show, you know, we were up to about 40000 That's what we've raised over the past 11 years. Um, this year, if we can raise another ten, which I'm very comfortable uh, with saying I believe we will, um, Sick Kids Foundation is going to give us a plaque that they are going to mount permanently on the Sick Kids Foundation um, Hall of Fame wall. And uh, I'm proud to say that there is not another professional or home haunter out there in Canada that has done this and raised this much money. So we will be the first to have our names up on the uh, the Wall of Fame, and I'm uh, pretty proud and excited to see that happen. Wow, that is incredible. And I- I'm looking at-, at the tab right now, here and it is very simple and it says on here last year you guys raised fourteen thousand three hundred in support of the credit career unit and you know to date after eleven years forty thousand I mean that's that's awesome so also to those of you listening you know share this story also and and we can support support Chris and uh, to getting to that ten thousand mark this year so that they can, will have a, a the the haunted attraction industry will be represented in that uh, <laughs> sick kids wall of fame so. Definitely. Well, getting back uh, to the attraction for this year, um, what are, what innovations do you have planned for this year? Well, I um, I'm I'm proud to say I made a whole bunch of different purchases of different products. Um, anybody that attends the uh, Trans World Show down in St. Louis every year um, gets to know who all the different vendors are. And this year was really exciting because back in March of this year, Unit 70 got back into the game, and they actually haven't participated, I think, in about, oh, geez, six or seven years since they've been to uh, any major trade show. So uh, they were there, and um, I made a point of buying a couple props from them. 
and um, they're, they look like, uh, if you've ever seen the movie The Exorcist, uh, when Linda Blair comes down the stairs kind of upside down on her hands and her legs, that's what these two, I don't know if you want to call them witches or zombies look like. Um, I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to mount them on the upper part of my house because I don't know if they might be a little too freaky for people in the neighborhood. <laughs> I may end up having to put them inside the uh, the haunted house, but we'll see. I won't know until I you know, get them up and take a look. Um, another really good uh, vendor that's out there is uh, Atmosphere. And these are the guys that uh, create the DVDs where you shine ghosts that float around and different objects where you put like an old bed sheet or um, shower curtain up over your wall and use a projector. So I bought some new uh, products that these guys have, and I will be um, shining them through the windows for everybody to see. So that's also something new. Um, I got a few other props that I'm going to be using, and they'll be going on there. So I have them also. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds That sounds great, man. Uh, well, we got we got to make it exciting every year because, as I said, the kids and the adults they know what to expect, and uh, we're always trying to give them that wow factor. And uh, we like to be that house in the neighborhood that you know people grow up as a kid saying, "We had this crazy guy in our neighborhood that went all out and did this wild walk through haunted house." And so we got to keep that wow factor up with, by getting new props every year. Yeah, definitely. That sounds awesome. It sounds like you've done a great job. Uh, this season of picking out cool stuff from vendors. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's, you know, keeping all this in mind and how you're mentioning all of the stuff that you're doing, you know, the next question I have for you is how do you keep a healthy balance between being a home haunter and I know that you're a husband and, you know, a father. You, you mentioned in the article doing stuff with your sons and you also have a full-time job. So, I mean, what, where do you, how do you keep the balance between all of this? Well, you know, it's it, it, it's just, as you said, you got to be able to properly balance everything. Um, work is work. You know, that's what pays the bills and uh, helps pay for all the new props and everything. So, um, you know, I always look forward to having time off. I had time off uh, last week, and obviously, you know, most people travel and go away. Um, me being a Halloween enthusiast, I obviously spend time working on props and fixing stuff and preparing stuff for this year. Um, but at the same time, I spent time, you know, taking the kids and my wife out to do family and day events and stuff. Um, weekends, you know, same thing again. It's, you know, you wait for the kids to go to bed, and that's when you get on the Internet and do your surfing and update your website and stuff like that. Um, you know, but just bottom line, you know, prioritizing, uh, I can't speak here, <laughs> Um, what's important and what you need to get done, and then um, the other stuff, you know, you just kind of leave on the back burner, and then you slowly get to it. Yeah, it definitely seems seems too that you uh, have found a way to to make this not just you know n- not just like your your crazy eccentric like dad is in is in the workshop and that's his thing, but you bring your whole family into it. You know, with your sons helping with the witch cage last year to, like you're mentioning, your 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 siblings and other family coming in to help. So it sounds like you've even turned this haunted house into a whole, like, family activity. Oh, definitely. Yeah, my uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a very supportive wife and kids that um, they love. They love Halloween. Um, I don't know many kids that are 8 and 11 years old that do the stuff that my kids do. Like, they watch The Walking Dead with me. Most People are horrified that I let them watch that show, 
but they love it and they know that you know it's not real they know that uh, we get ideas on makeup and ideas on doing spooky things sometimes through watching shows like this but um both my boys um they're actually they're part of the actors they get dressed up they're little zombies um my sons both sons are in my 2014 uh video um they're in there i obviously can't point them out to you but they're definitely in there um but they love scaring and it's it's definitely a family event by far awesome well leading into that or you know let's you know change gears quickly what what have been some of the unexpected hurdles and unexpected benefits that you've experienced for being in this industry for for so long well, I think, you know, like most of us, it's just there's never enough time. As you just said in your previous question, you know, you've, you've got so much stuff that you've got to juggle. and There's always more that you want to do. Um, one of my biggest regrets, I would have to say, is I'm very envious and very jealous of a lot of other home haunters that take the time to build their own props and uh, create these these masterpieces. Um, you know, I drool when I watch their YouTube videos or when they post their photos or their, their make and takes that they've done on Facebook. Um, I've done some stuff over the years, but I, I, I will, you know, gladly, you know, admit it and I won't lie about it. I buy a lot of my stuff. But when I do buy stuff, I buy high-end stuff and I want stuff to last and look really good. But that would be probably, I think, my biggest hurdle, just not having enough time to build my own props. And uh, what about some unexpected uh, benefits? I mean, I think one of which has been definitely your family involvement and family support. Um, sorry, what do you mean in that in that perspective? Sorry. Well, unexpected benefit, like a you know, like a, a sense of community, maybe that you've gotten from. Um, from having gone to all these different trade shows and like connecting with people across the world or any other, any, any other, uh, thing that, that delighted you from being in the industry? Oh yeah, no, definitely a hundred percent. I think one of the, the other huge benefits is, um, the relationships have formed over the years by, you know, connecting with other home haunters, whether it be through the trade shows, through Facebook, through YouTube, making comments, because when you post stuff that you've done, you get the comments back, and it's it's a real thrill to meet these guys and girls and their families, and um, I'm proud to say I've, I've got some really good connections with some quality other home haunters um, and even sculptors and prop builders that are in the haunt industry that you know, you're able to contact if you ever have any questions or concerns or, you know, you want to build something. It's definitely uh, a win-win. And for the community here, um, again, I'm proud to say that I'm the guy that uh, gives a lot of the kids in this neighborhood nightmares. <laughs> At the same time, um, provide a good old-fashioned, traditional Halloween haunted house that everybody in the community and neighborhood can enjoy um, we're not um, one of these haunts where it's all like, you know, blood and guts and everything. We try to pride ourselves on kind of being like the Disney mansion. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. Well, excellent. Okay, well, here's a, here's a little curveball for you. What is in your iPod during those long haunt construction days when you're putting all this together? I'm a diehard uh, Led Zeppelin fan, so um, I'll, I'll definitely be 
probably listening to my Led Zeppelin song remains the same soundtrack. It's what motivates me and uh, keeps me going. Oh man, that's that's amazing. Uh, I used to have a teacher that loved Led Zeppelin. On the last day of school, he came in and actually played a few songs on his guitar, and we were just like astounded because he was a history teacher. <laughs> Definitely, that's awesome. <laughs> Great. So, um, all right. So, getting here to the end, what is the one thing that you would suggest to someone who is either trying to grow their haunt, or they're trying to break into a commercial haunt, or they're just trying to get into the industry as a home haunter? Do your homework, definitely. Um, you know, uh, I was very uh, due diligent about that myself. Um, I didn't want to just start. Um, anybody can go out, you know, to a Walmart or a spirit store and buy a whole bunch of different props and throw them on their yard, and, but it just looks like a big mess. Um, you know, I'm I'm very. Um, uh, I don't know if I can use the word anal. <laughs> about my the way I, I, I want everything to look in my haunt in my yard. And I think it's very important, uh, as I just said a minute ago, to do your homework and get to know, you know, are you going to be, you know, a haunted cemetery? Then do, you know, a theme that's, that's you know, themed around a cemetery. If you're going to be a haunted house, then try to pick a theme again. Are you, like I did last year, Season of the Witch? Are you Frankenstein? Are you vampire? You know, try to come up with a theme and then that'll kind of help lead you into doing research through Facebook, YouTube, um, talking to people through Twitter. Um, I definitely uh, recommend going to trade shows. You know, start small. Go to maybe Fan Expo and see, you know, there's different horror sections there where people have stuff for sale and ideas that you can get. Um, go to some of the bigger trade shows. Um, visit ha- uh, professional haunted houses or even home haunts that are in your neighborhood or community. That will also give you inspiration and ideas. Oh, awesome. Those are all great tips, especially the, the trade show ones and you know, actually seeking out a, a story, basically coming up with a theme and a story and a good, a good uh, driving unified uh, force there to keep everything tied in, into one little, little, little haunt. So great. Excellent information there. Well, we're here at the end of the show. Is there anything that you'd like to add? No, I'd just like to say uh, thank you for the interview, and um, you know, thanks uh, to Chris Marmar from Rogues Hollow, uh, the Haunted House uh, magazine that, that he's representing, and um, it's great to be a part of it. Oh, yeah, and for those of you you know listening, if this maybe you haven't heard, uh, Chris has actually done two episodes here on the podcast. So you can actually listen uh, to Chris talk about uh, design and photography um, in our archives, and I'll link those episodes in the show notes. Um, one one last thing here when we sign off. Uh, thank you so much, Chris, for joining us. If you guys that are listening want to make sure that you receive our Monday Digest so that you don't ever miss any episode, you can text the keyword HAUNTED, H-A-U-N-T-E-D, to 33444, or if you're an international guest or if you're you know in Canada or you're listening to this, Internationally, you just go to our website at www.hauntedattractionspodcast.com and there's a Monday Digest sign up there in several places on the page. And if you want to see all the notes, and I'll, um, Chris is working on his 2015 trailer and once that's released, I will put it in this page and everything. You can, uh, to get the notes for this and the links and, um, I'll link to the donation page for sick, the Sick Kids Charity Foundation and all of uh, Chris's social media. 
on our show page. And the show page for this episode is located on our website, hauntedattractionspodcast.com slash E, E as in episode 219, 219, E219. Okay? So those of you listening, check it out. Get those links. Uh, help Chris reach his $10,000 uh, goal for this year so we get that plaque and we represent the haunt industry. And uh, that's it. Thanks, Chris. Peace, guys. Thank you. This show is part of the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at hauntedattractionspodcast.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.